welcome to another episode of Make Your Mind Your Best Ally. So as always, my name is Marta Garzon. I'm a former professional tennis player, and I have my friend and co-host, Dr. Anne-Marie Balkansky, and my coach, coach, correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about fear and anger, two very um, difficult emotions to deal with on the tennis court Absolutely. and in general. So why don't we start by defining what is fear and what is anger? Mm. I mean, fear is definitely a bit, uh, slightly a bit more unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> um, anger, I would say that um, you can definitely uh, reduce, you have a bit more wiggle room with anger. Um, fear, it's so funny. I saw this meme where it said, um, you know, if you have something that you want to do and you have fear, um, the end result with that fear is to still do it. Oh. And if you have no fear, the end result is to still do it. It's like no matter what, when we have fear, we we still have to push through it. And that's okay. the best best thing I can say for fear. But there's – I always say that there's two types of fears. There's a fear where it's like if you were standing in the middle of the highway, it's not a good fear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to get hurt. Um, but if you're if you're playing a game – if you're adventuring on a new career, if you're, you know, um, starting a new relationship, like those types of fears are good fears, you know, because okay. that means that we're growing and that we're we're changing and and that we're we're learning. And, you know, with tennis, I definitely think that it's you can continue to learn in okay. any sport. You can like continue to learn. You can. That's why we have the even the masters of the masters that are still learning, right. um, learning how to master their mind or learning how to master their body. Um, I mean, think about that guy that the world record holder, he held his breath for 22 minutes. Oh my God. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, amazing. I mean, he's still mastering his internal huh. organs and everything on, um, <clears throat> on so is it kind of like the stress that you put on your muscles that basically, if you don't put that stress, your muscles don't grow basically. Oh, for sure. That's so. a good, a good uh, metaphor too. Like, uh, you fear, fear, it's unavoidable. Right. We're, we're going to have fear. Uh, but what is it also tied to? Fear right. of failure. You know, mm -hmm. um, that's something that, that can definitely be looked at. Mm -hmm. And if it's fear, fear of failure, then we have to say, you know, what does winning mean? What does, right. you know, what does it mean to, to win or to lose? Um, when it comes to anger, anger is uh, sometimes people will say that they're fueled by it. And so that's one of the challenges yeah. with anger. Like they really want to hold on to their anger because uh -huh. they're like, oh, well. Because you're getting something out of it. Exactly. But let me stop you right there because I like what you're saying about fear. And I have, this is this is coming from personal experience. Like, for example, when I have a put away and I have analyzed myself, there, there are two reasons why I have fear, why I wouldn't want to watch the ball at that point. Mm -hmm. One would be for fear that I'm not going to see my opponent on the other side. And basically, I can't control what's happening on the other mm. side. So I'm, I feel like I'm losing control. Mm. So that's one reason why I would have, you know, the fear of watching the ball. And then the other reason is the fear of basically not trusting myself, that I know exactly how much force I need to hit that ball and how much space mm -hmm. um, there is. So trust and basically control. Mm -hmm. So how can I mitigate those two things? Fear being out of control. Um, 
is a big one. It's not fear of failure. It's being out of control. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So how do you how do you manage that one? Oh, man, understand that you cannot control everything. True. <laughs> you can yeah. only control one thing, you know, and our attention is limited. So you have to choose. And I mm-hmm. think when you um, and I think that's part of the skill, like when you have only played uh, for a limited period of time, maybe you're mm-hmm. not sure what to choose because you haven't had enough opponents, let's say, right. or Doesn't, enough. Yeah, that makes um, sense. So then you're going to have so many different options that it becomes overwhelming and uh-huh. you're not sure which one to choose or how to choose it. And you feel then out of control. Um, but you have right. to recognize that you, you, there are things, there are so many probabilities in what you could do. Um, like, I mean, every day we we make a choice and there's so many different choices that um, instead of having water right now, I can have uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then what's the consequence of that choice? Like right. if I have coffee, I may be really jittery on this podcast. Huh. <laughs> right? So, right. so yeah. we all have a choice, but I only know from my experience that when I drink coffee, I get really jittery, you know. And so for a tennis player, they have to be aware of you know, um, having different experiences with different opponents mm-hmm. or different, you know, tournaments or whatever it is that they do in order to know what the appropriate choice is. Yeah, yeah and, and we that- all know there's something called high percentage shots. And, ah, perfect. Yeah. You know, so we all have that instinct inside us that tells us, okay, that's not a really good choice. And, you know, it's up to us mm-hmm. to basically, you know, trust what you know what what we're feeling so on that note i want to lead into um trust and Mm -hmm. basically is trust instinct basically are you Mm -hmm. are you listening to something inside you that's telling you yeah um so trust is like so that's 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 one on this side right we have Mm -hmm. trust and then we have instinct and um instinct is is one component of who we are um we we trust but sometimes we trust in the wrong uh part of us okay and and when it comes to using your body it's very subconscious very body very behavioral um oriented but we trust our thinking mind right we, uh, we think about okay. our thoughts and when when intuition comes in that our um instinct comes in it's very think about it instinct it's animal it's right. it's reactive it's kind of like if you <clears throat> seen a deer in, in the forest and they just immediately hear something and they they react mm-hmm. and they look up and um, that's their instinct because they're mm. ready to flee, right? <laughs> okay. And so instinct come through, comes through very uh, impulsively, very fast. It's a very reactive thing. Okay. There's no thoughts that really get involved mm-hmm. in that. And that's a very body felt sense sense thing, you know, and, 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 and okay. it comes through. Um, it's If you think about uh, someone in a car that swerves out in front of you, you know, you're going to be very instinctual and mm-hmm. move or shift. And mm-hmm. and that's something that that in sports you just have to be uh, trust. <laughs> you trust right. that, that, that that your body that knows voice. what it needs to do. Your body knows, especially if you practice and you've um, already done this sport, your body knows exactly what to do, but we get in our head. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we trust our thoughts as opposed to trusting your body. And so you have to trust your instincts and kind of let go. Mm-hmm. Of needing to control right. consciously every part of the game, right? Yeah, like rethink <laughs> what that voice is telling you. And you know, I always tell my students, usually the first option that pops in your head mm-hmm. is the correct one, the first thing. So yeah. I would call that instinct. Yeah, right? if it comes out of nowhere, if it's really quick, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's it's that it's that 
more instinctual mm-hmm. um, as opposed to if you're lingering, analyzing, you're taking your time on it or yeah. second guessing. That's why if someone gives you an answer, I mean, their first answer is usually the right answer, yeah, right? True. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Just, so, yeah. So, yeah. So I would, I would suggest, you know, my, my, when you're, you know, getting ready to, to put a point away to just listen to that voice that comes in your head and says, okay, there's an open court right there on the right or the mm-hmm. left and then go for it. And don't, don't start like we were talking in the last episode, you know, going like a kid in a candy store where like, oh my God, I have so many choices. I could do this, this and that, because then your mind mm-hmm. gets all flooded with information and mm-hmm. then eventually you end up not taking the right choice yeah. and you just got to trust that instinctual hmm. that instinctual thought like okay this is open go go for go for it um because maybe that second of waiting also will you know cause issues okay so that that leads into my last question can we train our instinct ah <laughs> <laughs> um you can tr- you can uh I'll I'll go back to trust okay you can you can train yourself to trust Okay. You can't train your instinct. Um, you, yeah, you, right, because you that's You train yourself natural. to trust. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's such a natural um, – because if you think about the evolution of humans, like mm-hmm. we were more animal, right, cavemen mm-hmm. back in the days, and we learned. Then what happened is our minds became involved, evolved, and we created these conscious thinking minds. But we're still animal. <laughs> we, uh-huh. we, still, we still have this um, – these uh, – instinctual um, reactions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you think about babies, babies have like these reactions, reflexes and things. Um, that's why doctors will do examinations and like that they rub their cheek, they have like, you know, they'll turn towards it because that's how they uh-huh. get milk. Um, or if they rub their feet and there's certain reactions that the baby has, but that's that those, those instinctual reactions that we have as humans are also part of us, you mm-hmm. know, to get out of danger or something like that. But um, I would say the good reactions we have to learn how to trust. Um, okay. The ones so it that all we want to the trust. The ones that we want to train in order to be a, a better player. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just trust your body. Trust this 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 you know machine that we have. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be bad upon it or be angry with it. We want to be kind to it and let mm-hmm. it kind of help us along the journey of playing. Right. Playing better. And I would say also trust the fact that you play, you've been playing for a while, mm-hmm. right? There's a muscle memory in your head. You know exactly how much room there is between where you are and where you're going to hit the court. Even for a beginner, mm-hmm. you know, they they can tone down the force that they're using when, when they're hitting a mm-hmm. ball. So I would say, you know, if in, in order to to train your trust is, is basically you only have one choice to trust what you know rather than, you know, at that moment coming up with a new option that you've never tried, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. practice makes perfect. And if you've always been doing it the same way and if you listen to what's called high percentage shots, then you can you can learn to just stay in focus, like you said yeah, the last yeah. time, it all comes down to one choice, right? Yeah. You yeah. and your instinct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct? And in trusting that your instincts, your body, it, it knows exactly what to do. You don't, you're not, um, you know, you don't drive with your thoughts. <laughs> and so yeah. um, it's, it's being an ally with those thoughts with your body, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of like learning how to even trust um, the thinking mind, the body and all of that and to be a team with one another. Okay, cool. So I know you have um, 
another um, video that explains emotions, mm-hmm. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a link to that video um, on the description of, of this video because it's, it's really interesting how you place different emotions in, in different sides. Can you give me just a, a quick uh, introduction mm-hmm. to what that means? Oh, sure. Um, so, I mean, if you think about emotions, they're, they're on a scale okay. or um, different areas. I mean, we have certain emotions that um, will be uh, heightened emotions, but also um, like fear, okay. um, irritability. Uh, those are kind of like heightened negative emotions, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But then we have excitement, joy. Those are positive also heightened emotions, okay. right? They're positive heightened emotions. And then we have um, like contentness and peace and, mm-hmm. and calm, and those are more neutral emotions. So mm-hmm. emotions land on these on these stimulation of uh, either heart. Does it stimulate our, our okay. heart? Does it stimulate our body? Or um, does it stimulate it on the negative side? Does it stimulate on the positive side? If it's stimulating it on the negative side, then it can create stress, like mm-hmm. an increased cortisol, right? And if it's stimulating on the positive side, um, like joy, love, excitement, it stimulates a DHEA, okay. and so which is a positive um, hormone for. Uh, there's a lot of positive benefits to having having that as opposed to cortisol. Cortisol mm-hmm. is a negative, um, creates negative stress on the body. DHEA causes um, boost of immunity, uh-huh. and so okay. we have all these emotions that. Um, that are happening. And, and so on that video, you know, I have this big circle right. of all these different emotions and where they're organized on okay. on that scale. Um, but yeah, that's all I can think about. Yeah, emotions. That's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great video. And it, it really opened up my mind to, to realize that, you know, the emotions come from the heart, mm-hmm. right? They don't come from your head. So yeah, for sure. Um, emotions, they, hmm, they, they come from, because they can come from our gut. They can okay. come from our heart. Um, so the video really talks about heart math, um, mm-hmm. the Heart Math Institute, which does a lot of research on on emotions. Yeah, and they have shown that the heart is definitely um, a brain, and that the the um, direction of communication is actually from the bottom up, not from the top down. Oh, and so the heart okay. is communicating with with the brain, but the uh, gut also communicates with the brain. Gut also has its own specialized cells that are communicating. That's why most people, when they feel um, anxious, irritable, or, or mm-hmm. scared, like they can feel it in their gut. They feel like a pit in their stomach, right? They feel okay. like nauseous, um, or they feel in their chest. They feel like an elephant is sitting on them. And um, so huh. emotions can almost, in a sense, get stored in the body. Uh-huh. Um, they are created from um, things around us, mm-hmm. from our thoughts. Things you know, that happen. Things before. that happened, exactly. Okay. And those those emotions gets can also get stuck within us. Mm-hmm. And so most people have a baseline of emotions. They'll, uh, let's say they'll be at a two or three of kind of this like, it's like if you ever got a tattoo mm-hmm. um, on, your, on your body and that needle is like vibrating mm-hmm. so much that you become numb. To that baseline. Uh-huh. So most people have this baseline of emotions because, hey, let's face it, we don't live in a perfect world. <laughs> right. And, yeah. You know, we're society, um, family, authority figures, we're all, you know, we, we have something that has been passed along. And mm-hmm. that is kind of stuck in our body at a certain baseline usually. Um, okay. So we hold on to emotions mostly. 
Mm-hmm. So it's very important that we let go of those emotions because we're not emotions. Like we we can clearly see our emotions, meaning that we can observe emotions happening. And I mean, if you've ever been angry, I mean, some people will will black out. Like they, they do have <laughs> such intense emotions, but that I'm going to say that's because they've been storing so many emotions okay. and that it becomes almost this like over overwhelmingly um, intense feeling that they don't know what to do with. Wow. And so- uh, some people will become impulsive and like, you know, or get have these like outbursts. Right. Know, and, but it's because we're holding on to too much, too many emotions. Huh. That's a good point that leads into my very last question. <laughs> anger. Mm-hmm. How can we express anger safely mm-hmm. and constructively on the tennis court? Like, you know, for example, I've heard in the past that McEnroe used to express his emotions, but he would never blame himself. He would blame the situation, which is smart because smart. you're not, you're not yeah. really like, you know, kind of uh, putting yourself down. So what's the key to expressing anger? Yeah. Um, I love that because <laughs> you're not redirecting it to yourself. Like, I uh-huh. mean, if you're, if you're trying to get to a certain destination, you're not going to stab your tires and like bang your car up. No, you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to make sure the oil and gas is filled and take care of it. Cause that's your vehicle right. and your body is your vehicle. So you don't, you wouldn't want to talk or redirect that anger back at you. Okay. And so that's what he's basically saying. You're want to going to, you're going to want to direct that anger out. <laughs> okay. And the, the, you know, actions that you do, it would be dependent upon you. Mm-hmm. Um, either that, that be like throw your tennis ball or to just yeah. breathe or, um, you know, <laughs> break a racket. Break a racket. Just okay. Kidding. Yeah. Do, if, if you need to do something, by all means, absolutely. There's so many ways to let go of yeah. the emotion. And that's the point. And emotions are not, are not meant to be st- stuck within us. They're not, if we hold, most of us, when we feel a negative emotions, what do we do? We, uh, we like tense huh. down. Yeah, I can and feel that. We pull away from emotions as opposed to um, becoming open and going towards it. Okay. The emotions we go towards are love, joy, you know, mm-hmm. those beautiful emotions. But those negative emotions, we clench down mm-hmm. and we kind of close and constrict. And we we don't want to do that because then it's, it's it feels like we're we're literally like if you think of a big beach ball, it's like trying to push that beach ball underwater. Oh, God, and, yeah. And it, it, it's hard. You uh-huh. know, you're you're creating a lot of work for yourself. Mm. And so we have to release that emotion because mm-hmm. it's not you. <laughs> it's not. Right. It's just the part of the human experience. And so how to let go of it. And that's going to be dependent on you. Either that be through the breath. But more importantly, make sure you're telling yourself while you're letting go, like, let it go. Let go. Right. That's the key. <laughs> Don't keep hitting the racket. Don't keep breaking rackets. Because you're keep not letting go. That, yeah, that means that's the key. Yeah. Because huh. you keep on holding on to it. And so then what's the point? You know, mm. it just – and there's a saying, like, misery loves company. And sometimes <laughs> the emotion, we, like, really – it almost has this like satisfying yeah. feeling almost in a sense. I don't know how yeah. else to explain it. No, like, no, it's, I, I get it completely. <clears throat> but it's not in the, in the long jev- the long scope of like our life, it's not going to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know, to hold on to that. Because if we hold on to all those emotions and feelings, you know, it, it needs to come out some way. It needs mm-hmm. to manifest somehow. And the only way that it will, if we don't literally cry, scream, yell, breathe, huh. express it, um, is going to be throughout some other way. And for me, my, my school of thought is that it's going to be manifested in disease because it needs True. to come out somehow. Wow. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. On that note, we're going <laughs> to let go. We're going to let you guys go on this one. 
Uh, but that was that was extremely interesting. As always, we could spend hours talking about all this uh, stuff. But uh, thank you so much for for all the uh, answers, and we will see you guys on our next episode. Bye. Bye.